Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And I know you people are thinking, is there going to be a show this week? Well, thank your lucky stars, listeners, or as I call them, my uh, bee scaries. Um... I know one yeah, percent. One one percent work enjoyed that. Yeah, that saying about them. So, um, but yeah, we are back with a brand new episode. Uh, we didn't watch a movie this week. Uh, we did actually finish both season of Ash versus Evil Dead. So we will be talking about that towards the end of the show. So if it is a Netflix series right now, or not Netflix series, but it is a ser- it is on Netflix right now. So if you want to go ahead and check it out, go right ahead. Uh, you can skip when we get to the spoilers and stuff. We're not really going to spoil too much. I don't think. I think we're just going to talk about how we just enjoy the show. I will say I highly recommend it, whether you have seen Evil Dead, the movie, or not, because I don't really know that much about the universe, and I still thoroughly enjoyed the show. So Yeah, no, it's they did a very good job of, like, uh, pretty much putting everything into those. Like, I recommend seeing the movies in general because they're great. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the uh, movies and you're hesitant, like, oh, should I watch the show, check out the show because you might actually just fall in love with it just because of how it is. Uh, the show is very easy to get through. They're, like, maybe 27 minutes to 34-minute episodes. They're really not that long. Um, but they do – it's funny. They seem like they are could be longer when you watch it, because uh, I always feel like I'm like, oh, is the episode almost over or is it not over and whatnot? And then you pause it to get up to get something. And you're like, oh, shit, it's only like halfway through the episode. Like, yeah. Or you'll be like, oh, man, like I just started the show. And then you pause it. and It's like, oh, two minutes left. That's crazy. It's really weird. But of course, if you're looking to find us on uh, the network, you can go to 4airradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. Also, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Revenge Lovers. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off of your first order. Also, don't forget to go to amazon.com. But you don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net or you go to 4iradio.com. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Now, this is... The show before Christmas, and we're not talking about Christmas, so uh, whatever. <laughs> well, but, we did our Christmas episodes. Well, we did like four episodes of Christmas last year, so I feel like this year we can kind of do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, we're, you know, hey, it's free. So. You know what? Ash vs. <laughs> the Evil Dead is Christmassy, so. Yeah, there's a lot of red. Yeah, there's lots and lots of red and ho-ho-hoing and just hoes. Um. Yeah, um, but yeah, but of course... Uh, uh, you know where to find us on all of our platforms like at BHorrorCast on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to follow us on, Chip on our week now, now that all of that is pretty much out of the way. Um, Anna's smoking on her new hash pipe. I am. It's no. great. No, it's my uh, my new vape pen that my lovely co-host just got for me. So thank you very much. Again. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Or so, Happy Hanukkah or yeah. Kwanzaa. I think he sold her Kwanzaa, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. I'm such a Kwanzaa. I want to make sure person. I get it. Well, I could just say Happy Holidays, but you, you never know. You can still offend holidays. people. Happy Holidays. You know but, what I'm offended about? The fact that Starbucks does not have the Red Cup this year. I wish it's they had the Red Cup. I really wish they would have. You know what they would do if they were smart? They would bring the Red Cups back but during Halloween. Oh, that would be better. <clears throat> Why don't we have red cups during Halloween, damn I it. don't know. Well, unless I did, like, orange and black, I guess. Yeah. Which I don't know how orange and black became Halloween colors, except for, like, orange uh, for the pumpkins, but why black? Okay, when you draw a pumpkin, yes, you always do the orange for the pumpkin, but then you always black out the eyes. 
Good point. So that's the only assumption I could feel that they they got those two colors together. That's the that's my assumption. I don't know if it's no. Right. I agree with that. Um, I and I think you're absolutely correct. But now that I think about it, I don't know why people black out the eyes because technically they should be calling the eyes yellow since you're putting a candle inside the pumpkin. But that's just me being nitpicky. May, or maybe people just have these hate. They just carve out pumpkins and they leave them there and be like, we're not lighting them this year. You kids deal with these dark pumpkins. <laughs> they're like, like, fuck you, uh, He-Man. And you're like, what the fuck? When did Skeletor get and here? And they're like, oh, he's shaking his fist at me. He must be a Be Scary fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, but yeah, so Anna, anyway, yeah. so how has your week been up until this point, I guess? So it catch has, everybody up. It's been fantastic because I don't know I had to slay it like that, but um, I had two days off this week. And coming into work was actually pretty good. I was relatively productive. I uh, got something special to work on because there was an email that went out, and I immediately pounced on it. <laughs> it was like, you, oh, said, it. you said email, right? Yes. Oh, I thought you said emo came out, and I immediately <laughs> yeah. pounced on it. You're like, you're not allowed to be sad anymore. And I was <laughs> like, damn. You stupid emo kid. <laughs> I was like, damn. We're, I apparently missed a really good day at work today. Yeah, so. it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you get all your Christmas shopping done? Yes. I be- Wait, no. I still have one thing left to do, um, ooh, which I should probably do that tomorrow. But other than that, yeah, would- everything is either in the mail or I've already received it. There are two things still in the mail, and then there's the one thing that I'd still have to check up on. But other than that, everything has been taken care of. Um, and I am really in love with my new pipe still, right? I don't know why I call it a pipe. It's, it's a, a, it's a vape. It's uh, a vape pen. Yeah. So basically I, I've been smoking. I have not touched a cigarette for, uh, it was actually a year ago, I think yesterday. So like I got the, uh, the you know, how Facebook already reminds you like of memories or whatnot. So I mm-hmm. saw that. I was like, oh, cool. Speaking of which I was planning on upgrading to mine. So I ended up doing that. So I have a new uh, vape and everything like that. And With a giant tank, which is amazing. A bigger tank and everything like that. And then I was all like, you know what? I was thinking of switching over to Zample Box next year. So I don't know how much I'll be going into the local shop, uh, Synergy. Uh, maybe, I don't know if I'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Because you can also get coils sent to you and stuff like that. So I just have to do all that stuff. And that'll be what I'll be doing in uh, next year is just getting things sent to me or whatnot. But yeah, no, I've uh, stopped smoking cigarettes and... Yeah, uh, if you do vape, I would recommend going to Synergy just because they do have some pretty good uh, uh, flavors there, like the Sinberry tea that I'm in love with. Yeah, no, they have really good flavors, but also the staff there, every time I go in there, they're very nice, very personal. In fact, yeah. actually, the guy was able, when I went in looking for the one that I wanted to get of uh, the new battery pack and everything like that, they did not have any in stock, but he says the one guy from our Scout Soul store will be coming by later tonight. And I was like, okay, and I know they were open till 8 uh, but they were able to give me a call around 6.30, so I went ahead and just picked that up. As I went out and did all my, like, kind of finished up the rest of my shopping, uh, uh, wrapped up everything that I need to wrap up, so there's presents under the tree. Of course, my cat's being a dick about certain presents under the tree, so I had to actually move one of the presents because <laughs> he keeps trying to get into bags and whatnot. And I'm all like, first off, I removed all of his toys except for one because apparently he can't smell that one. Oh. Because uh, he hasn't bothered with that one. So the other, the one was wrapped weird. So he's going after the little fabrics on the side. And then the other one is a squeak. So he, of course he hits it. And he's like, oh, this is amazing. So I'm like, <laughs> I had to move everything to his stocking. So I'm just like, Ugh. I had to put things, oh, as I call it, Christmas jail um, <laughs> and whatnot. But yeah, I've had, uh, this is my second day off. I'll have tomorrow off when this episode drops. 
And, uh, yeah, figure out, I actually have to go look for my, uh, passport. I have to figure out where to go to do that, because Pat just reminded me, and I was like, oh, fuck, because I thought it was like, this is the last big purchase of the year. And then he told me that, I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens, because I, I literally, I went maybe a little overboard with my credit card this year for Christmas shopping and stuff like that, but, Yeah, um, I think I probably spent about $400 at least. Yeah, I wish, I, I wish mine was that, I've because most of the time I went Christmas shopping, I bought shit for myself, so (laughs) I was really bad at some stuff. Yeah, I think the only thing that I bought for myself... Oh, that was one thing I didn't mention. I bought myself an electric tea kettle. Oh, that's right, That you can uh, change the temperature on it, um, which is actually pretty nifty looking. So I'm actually very happy with it. And the nice thing is it has, like, different buttons that you can select the temperature, and it uh, specifies what kind of tea... Oh, it, that's cool. It goes for that temperature. Oh, that temperature? Oh, yeah. that's, oh, it's a smart... Oh, no. The machines are taking over. Oh, God. No. Uh, <laughs> well, it's just like pre-programmed temperatures, and then it'll tell you like oolong or white or black or, you know, whatever. Yeah, all that so. kind of stuff. And then I also went out, and I should be getting an iPad again soon. Uh, hopefully it doesn't break my bank on my Verizon bill. I think I just fucked myself this year um so 2018 i'm gonna be poor so make sure you check out our sponsors uh <laughs> well to be fair i did buy most of my stuff through the sas or i went through the uh, basically i went through the sasquatch.net and then clicked on the amazon banner and then saved that as a bookmark and i went through that bookmark to buy everything so at least i'm supporting my own network so no no and that's good i mean i i didn't actually i barely i bought maybe two things from amazon i don't know so i'm gonna talk to matthew about it this year we've already talked about it outside of the network or whatnot but like i'm i'm very curious with everyone's packages and stuff this year uh the mail has been fucking up a lot uh whether they're delivering stuff claiming they deliver it or like they actually had the nerve to tell me that they try to reach me at home but I was home they never even bother coming upstairs to give me the things I'd actually go down to the post office to pick up one of my christmas gifts and I'm like really I was home today so That reminds me thank you for saying that so I'm actually kind of pissed at Amazon because <laughs> even though I have a prime membership with them and I'm paying them like $200 or 120 or whatever the it is i'm paying them a ridiculous amount of monthly month a year to get number one free shipping and number two to get like to get it delivered the next day or whenever (laughs) i actually need it so i purchased something from them and originally they told me it was going to get to me on tuesday then whenever i ordered it they're like oh yeah it won't be here till thursday and i was like okay no keep going with your thing i'm just yelling at the i'm trying not to yell at the cat but i'm yelling at the cat right now yeah Toby, get over here. Don't just stare at me like a fucking <laughs> little fucking panther. So, yeah, it, it, they lied to me and said it was going to be Tuesday, and then they, they were like, oh, just kidding, it's not going to get here until Thursday. Yeah. Um, then, with something else, they told me, oh, yeah, we tried to deliver it to you, but you weren't home, but they didn't put a note on my door. They didn't knock on the door because I was home that day. Um, they didn't even deliver it, period. So... And it said delivered on my thing by 11.30 a.m. I was like, well, I know I was home at 11.30. I never got a knock on my door. I never got anyone. And then they also could have just dropped it off at the front office, but they didn't even do that. Yeah. And so then I contacted them. They're like, oh, you have to wait until the next business day to make sure, because they might have just marked it delivered, and then they haven't delivered it yet. I'm like, well, then why would they tell me if it's delivered if it's not delivered? That's dumb. So either, well, either my package got stolen 
or they just were like, well, I don't feel like delivering it. So they just sent it back or some bull crap like that. But I'm of the opinion that they probably just didn't deliver it and they were lazy and like, we'll deliver it tomorrow and then forgot about it. So, yeah, so I'm going to talk to Matthew about that with uh, if he's had any issues with stuff, because I know his wife uses Amazon like all the time. So, so yeah, um, I had to reorder that, which I'm still kind of irritated about. No, I don't blame you. That's kind of bullshit. But anyways, but yeah, shop at Amazon. And <laughs> join but yeah, that's I mean, to be perfectly honest, that's the only problem I've had with him in a year. So that's a pretty no, good yeah. track record. So I just don't know if it's this holiday season where people just kind of drop the ball, because I don't remember that kind of stuff happening last year. And I ordered like a lot of stuff off of things. But and, uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else I need to add? I don't think so. All right. So, of course, right when I sit down, all the... Everything goes wonky again? Yeah, just the stupid... I fucking swear. It's like, okay, does anybody... You know what? I've been doing this for so many years. If anybody knows how to do a fucking podcast, let me know, because apparently I don't. There we go. So, because um, equipment just <clears throat> keeps breaking on me. I'm hemorrhaging money now. Christmas is through it. Now I'm thinking of all the depression. God, now I'm depressed. Okay. Um, no. So everyone, send me money because <laughs> I could really fucking use it. Um, anyways, I know what people are always like, didn't you see you got an iPad? I'm like, yeah, I'm going for the Verizon thing <laughs> for it though. So I would say create a GoFundMe page, but <sighs> nobody actually uses those. No one uses anything. <clears throat> help Steve, he's poor. Hashtag help Steve. <laughs> that really should be a hashtag. But, uh, yeah, so going through some show notes today and some of that, so we do have some eerie news of the week, and we also have some horror movie news. Uh, but we'll dive into our eerie news of the week. Um, I found this story. It was actually really scarce trying to find some stories today. Oh, okay. I'll tell you that much. One website doesn't seem to be updating right now, and I wonder if they're all on, like, holiday break. But uh, whatnot. But without further ado, let's get into our eerie news of the week. <laughs> It is time for eerie news of the week. All right, so Anna, do you believe in UFOs? It depends on how you define UFO. Uh, well, it's usually an unidentified flying object. Well, I mean, if you're trying to say that UFOs are aliens, I would greet that with some skepticism. But if you're just saying that it's an, uh, an uh, literally an unidentified flying object, we don't actually know what so, it is, and I would agree. All right. Well, anyway, so according to uh, BBC News is where I got this mm-hmm. uh, from. Uh, apparently, a US, uh, UFO spotted by a U.S. fighter jet pilot. Uh, this new footage reveals, but this footage was taken back in the year of 2004. Uh, yeah, so, 2004. 2004. So I'm going to watch the video now. Dude, there's a fucking drone, bro. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh, I think, dude. So this was un. Uh, this was uh, yeah in 2014 they finally released this, but it looks it's like it's not LNS though, is it? It's not LNS, dude. But if there's like oh, this thing, it's rotated. Okay, so one of the pilots said the this thing was not from this world. Um, of course, watching the video. Uh, it could be anything at this point because again, the camera that they use is it literally looks like a spot on the screen. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, like I said, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to believe. Um, well, I mean, it could be anything from, it does seem to have, like, from the picture of it, it seems to have, like, a weird, like, 
aura around it. Like basically it looks like it has light around it. Yeah, it's very like weird. Like I said, I'll post this in the Facebook page and everything like that so people can check that out. But that was pretty much the only eerie news of the week. But it's so weird that like we keep finding this stuff and I I guess it's uh I mean I'm not gonna really say like try to jump into politics here, but I'm like I guess it's the government think they're protecting us but really it's like if an i mean how dumb do you look when an alien invasion finally happens if it ever happens or whatnot they touch down and then you have to be the president of the united states and then have to be all like oh yeah we knew about these things for years we just didn't want to tell the public we just uh we have no idea how to combat it it's gonna be huge my theory is we just build a wall around the ufo and then box it in so it can't leave and uh then we'll be the greatest uh you know america great again yeah well, I mean, honestly, I feel like the president, like, the well, I am having trouble stringing words together. Um, uh, well, I was listening to a podcast earlier today that had a actual UFO believer on it. <clears throat> and he was saying that he doesn't think that the presidents, any of the presidents since Roosevelt? No, not Roosevelt. Uh, blanking on who. But anyways, one was of the... Was he in that Futurama episode? For Area 51? Yeah. um, But I think that they were basically saying that the presidents don't necessarily know because they probably, like, like, they may not have, like, even though they're the president, they may not have clearance to that type of, like, top-secret information. So the president may not even know if this is a case. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. There's plenty, there's things out there. I mean, that's why I created the X-Files. (laughs) that's a show whatever i don't care i created it so honestly i don't think that it's a ufo i don't think that there's some weird other alien species out there that's watching over us and trying to kill cows but um i think that it could just be like basically from what i'm looking at it could be a weather balloon it could be like some other like could be like somebody else like trying to test their um weapons or something like basically trying to test like a new uh aircraft or something like it could be really anything because it's black and white the camera's really shaky and you don't really get a clear view of what it is so i say we'll let the uh be scaries decide and uh you guys go ahead and write us in at our email address not another behorrorcast at gmail.com or you can also do it on twitter at be horrorcast or or even our instagram or whatnot but also but but yeah that's pretty much all of our eerie news of the week and now we're going to dive into some horror news it's time for horror news so of course uh this was just released this week uh, there's the 1985 George uh, A. Romero classic, Day of the Dead, is getting a remake. The official trailer is here, and it's bloody chilling, according to one audience. I actually watched it. It looks pretty good. Um, okay. It's just, you know, a remake of, I mean, obviously they did Dawn of the Dead. Um, they haven't done, I don't know if they've done a remake of Night of the Living Dead. I know George Armara, uh, George A. Romero. 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 <clears throat> I know he reshot it in color at one point. Like, oh. he, he did, like, a... A shot for shot kind of remake, I think, or whatnot, because I've seen both versions. I've seen the black and white, and I've seen the, uh, <clears throat> I've seen that colored one. But yeah, go ahead and check it out because it's really kind of cool and it's interesting. And it's like uh, it's just surprising to me with the uh, Walking Dead being on for so many years, about seven years now or whatnot, uh, that zombie movies still kind of 
intrigue me, I guess, just to be like, okay, what are they going to do with this? I mean, you pretty much already know what's going to happen. It's pretty much, it's kind of funny with a, a zombie movie because mm-hmm. it's always hopeless. Yeah. It's always hopeless and they follow a general formula, but they still always throw in stuff to surprise you. Like even with um, World War Z, like they had the, like the thing that always still creeps me out just thinking about it was the, the it was literally 10 seconds before you turned and like they had that subway doll, like the little rabbit that was subway something, oh, subway yeah. Sam, and like you hear him count to ten, and then you see the person transform into the zombie. Like that was extremely creepy, extremely interesting how they do that. And I feel like with every zombie movie, yes, it's a zombie movie, but at the same time, they always add new information in it. So this is actually kind of interesting. So of course, we've been hearing the talks of uh, coming out next year, Friday, October ninth. Mark your calendars, kids, 2018, the new Halloween movie. Uh, but, of course, with all these people coming back to play their respiring roles, such as Jamie uh, Lee Curtis is coming back and everything like that, we also have um, – this is kind of weird. So, apparently, um, the killer uh, the killer clowns – wait, I'm trying to think the the shape will be returning 40 years after later to finish it up. So, basically, the guy who played – I believe Michael Myers in the original one, uh, like I guess they said, they, they, they say it really weird in the article. It's like original shape actor playing Michael Myers. So I don't know if it's the actual actor coming back or just somebody who is the same shape as him, I guess, or whatnot. But um, okay, so it says Castle originated the iconic role. Tony Moran also donned the infamous Michael Myers mask. So it's probably, I think they had two people playing. Mike Myers. But either way, we're getting a bunch of people to come back for this film. So hopefully with the success of it this year, I'm kind of hoping that a lot of people come out and see the new Halloween movie kind of, you know, streamline it being the next one in the, in the original chapter kind of thing. So I'm very intrigued by that. Um, and I think it's kind of, kind of cool and stuff like that. Um, let's see. And then of course, uh, I talked about this with you. Mm hmm. Uh, of course, it. Uh, they have an exclusive uh, director's cut is coming in 2018. Of course, I've already been releasing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff and outtakes and everything that from on the new Blu-ray that I believe is dropping in either January or February. So, if you want all of it, and you want an extended cut and everything like that. If you want to wait, I'm not sure when this is going to be released. I just say coming in 2018. Uh, I- it's about 15 minutes longer. Uh, looks like. Uh, you can digitally purchase the It movie right now since uh, December 29th. Uh, it arrives, uh, okay, so in January it will arrive. Okay, unless when next month's release was announced, it was sadly without any sign of the director's cut. So the one that comes out in January is not going to have the director's cut. They're going to be releasing it a few months after that. Which makes sense. So I'm probably going to hold off on that, but it also gives people a lot of good chances to watch the uh, the one coming out, because I know my mom was asking me. She actually wants to see the remake of it, so I was actually really surprised at that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then to wrap up our horror movie news, uh, this is actually an interesting article that I figured, since it, it's probably like their only thing of Christmas, mm-hmm. really, but uh, apparently five horror films you might have forgotten that were set around Christmas. Oh. So let's go through the list. So we have, uh, you know, of course, If Die Hard is a Christmas movie for you. So is also Jaws the Revenge. Oh. Yeah. You know, I've never seen that one. I don't think anyone did. 
Is that the, I don't know if that's the third one or, because I know I saw part of one that had uh, Michael Caine in it, which is like, man, he must be desperate for work. Okay, now I have to, now I have to check out this one. So uh, there's apparently, this is the sequel. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. You're fine. Uh, Maniac Cop 2. With Bruce Campbell. It's with Bruce Campbell. So this actually takes place, uh, I guess he's in the first one or whatnot, but it's Spider's Code, but it's uh, it's uh, who teams up with a New York uh, City serial killer. The Holidays has a strong presence for this film, apparently. So there's another one. Then we also have Inside. Never even heard of that one. Oh, it's a French horror film. That's why. Okay. Then there's also, of course, number four, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, but I never seen it, so that's probably what it. Uh, I and, wouldn't recommend it. And that's true. And that's true. I didn't even think about that. The Conjuring Two. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it takes place during the Christmas season. So if you're looking for some holiday or holiday horror scares this holiday season or whatnot, uh, here's at least five films you can check out. Uh, yeah, Jaws: The Revenge. I think is that the fourth one because it's Jaws Two. It might be the third one. No, because Jaws 3 takes place... Wait. Jaw, no, see, Jaws 3 was 3D, and that took place in the... Oh. Uh, what's the thing called? It's supposed to be like a knockoff park of uh, SeaWorld. Oh, okay. But uh, You know what? Let me IMDB this. Yeah, I think it's the fourth one, Jaws the Revenge, because apparently the shark makes it personal or something like that. That's something <laughs> weird. Jaws, now it's personal. <laughs> It's Jaws, which came out in 75, Jaws 2, 78, Jaws 3D, 83, Jaws The Revenge, 87. Yeah, I was right. Yes. It's the fourth. And I think Jaws The Revenge might be the one with Michael Caine. Yep, that's the one with Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah, so there was four Jaws movies. Yeah. Okay. The Soys of a Tangerine. <laughs> Um, but then, of course, uh, I know we're going to be closing out with some, at least some sad news for me. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, so a person passed away. This is, of course, our uh, in the arms of the crypt. Uh, Heather North. A lot of people might not recognize the name, but you do know her voice. She was the original voice of Daphne in Scooby-Doo. Oh. She passed away at the age of 71. Um, she was battling an illness or whatnot, but North runs the Scooby-Doo where are you began with a second season premiere. She voiced the character in every episode going forward. Uh, she respired her roles in the early seventies TV, the new Scooby-Doo movies. And again, in Scooby-Doo slash the Dormo, the Dynamite hour. Dynamite. Oh yeah. That was with uh, blue Falcon. Um, <laughs> Scooby-Doo goes Hollywood, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, the new Scooby-Doo mysteries and the 13th ghost of Scooby-Doo's witch. There's not that many episodes of the 13th Ghost of Scooby-Doo, but that's a fucking great one, even though, like, Fred and uh, Fred and Velma are not in the series. Oh. Uh, they replace them with a character called Flim Flam, which is this weird kid who tricks people or whatnot. He's kind of dumb. And then, of course, Scrappy-Doo. But I know what you're thinking. Why would I want to watch a series if they've removed two of the characters? Because with those two bland characters that they put into the show, they give you a great character that was voiced by none other... Then Vincent Price. Vincent Van Gogh, which I was very excited when they started doing the cartoon show Mystery Inc. They actually brought back that character. Really? Of course, it wasn't Vincent Price voicing him, but it was a guy who could do uh, an impersonation. A Vincent Price impersonation. Uh, and it was great because he was, again, back as Vincent Van Gogh, and he was like Scooby and Shaggy's favorite. Like, you know, he, he was basically like Elvira, where he would host like a horror movie thing, and then it would go mostly into most of his films or whatnot. Oh, that's but amazing. But it was such a great, like, I really wish Mystery Inc. would... Uh, would come back. Um, that was such a great fucking show. 
But oh, yeah, so fantastic. that was just crazy that I found that out today that I was like, oh my God, she passed away. Because I'm mean, like, Frank is literally the only person who's left is Frank Welker, which is the original voice of Freddy. Oh, wow. Uh, and does pretty much your, pretty much he's the voice of your childhood. <laughs> if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and now, Frank Welker is pretty much voiced somebody that you have heard. And I know your people think he's like, no, he hasn't. Well, if you're a fan of Futurama, he's the voice of Nibbler. Oh! Uh, if you've listened to watch The Simpsons, he's the voice of every animal. Sandals Little Helper, oh, yeah. Snowball Two, all that kind of stuff. And he was also the entire, pretty much the he ended up taking on the entire cast at some point of Transformers because he was uh, he was Megatron. Then he did the voice of Starscream. He also did the voice of uh, oh shit, what's his name? I'm trying to remember the robot that turns into a tape deck, Soundwave. Um, yeah, he pretty much took over that entire thing, which was funny because one of the games that I finally downloaded that were free last month for PlayStation was Transformers Devastation, and it went back to the old school Transformers, and yeah, he's the voice of Megatron again and all those characters, and also uh, Peter, oh fuck, Peter Cullen? I'm probably fucking his name up, I'm trying to remember, he, the original voice of Optimus Prime is back as Optimus Prime, but I was like playing a little bit of it or whatnot, it's a fun game, I just gotta get better at it, I just fucking suck. But I was playing it and listening to the voices. I was like, holy shit. If these are the actual voice actors that came back or people mimicking these voices, the guy who does the Bumblebee voice is fucking spot on because it sounds exactly like the cartoon show from 1984. Nice. It's fucking nuts. But yeah, so rest in peace. I always, it always makes me sad when I see like somebody from my like, – like don't get me wrong. I love actors and stuff like that. But I've been a huge like voice actor follower for like years now and everything like that because it's something I would love to do. I, in fact, Scooby-Doo would be my ultimate thing. If I could be – on Scooby-Doo, as the voice of Shaggy and Scooby, like, I could die happy. I literally could. I'd be ecstatic for that. Which is funny, because I think I have to school Ralph Garman on a Shaggy and Scooby, because they are oh, fucking yeah, terrible. Oh, need to get on that. I, I really need That's why I want them to roll back into town, and then I'm going to write them an email and be like, look, you do a lot of great impersonations, but your Shaggy and Scooby are shit. <laughs> and then I have to put them to shame. You should. Uh, like well. Soinks, man! Like Scoob! We just lost Daphne! Rare! Daphne! <laughs> like, what are you? Like Tommy Wiseau? Why are you laughing? This is terrible, Scoob! We lost a member who died! Rory! Alright, well, on that note, let's raise a glass to Heather North. Let her rest in the arms of the crypt. I love you, Raffy! Mm-hmm. And now... They can, oh, actually, on the bright side, at least now, the majority of the cast can unite and. I know. Now I'm waiting for them to just like I'm waiting for like some shit to go down in heaven or something like that, and then like they're like trying to figure it out, and it's like almost like a Scooby Doo movie <laughs> where it's like, um, oh it's God, like the guest be... star, the guest star is God, and it's like we need to figure this out, and then but at the end, oh, here's the fucking twist. At the end, you think it's Satan because it's dressed up as but Satan. It's God. No, no, no. You remove the mask, and it's fucking Jesus. <laughs> That needs to be a short. That needs to be a short. That shouldn't even exist. <laughs> no, seriously, though. It would be really cute. Like, man, God, what are we going to do? This is crazy. And then God's got to be voiced by, like, you know, Morgan Freeman be like, well, shag and Or the guy who played uh, the voice of God, the robot God in uh, Futurama. Oh, um, Phil Lamar. Yeah. Wow, how good. do I know that? Um... <laughs> um or, you, or with well, the devil running around me like, ah, Shag and Scoob, yeah. I've seen you've made it to heaven. <laughs> I know, I heard. Like, so it's the robot devil. I know, I heard. <laughs> you gotta do stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, Come on, Nixon. Come on, Nixon. <laughs> Shit. 
still I, forgot I, re- I, I forgot I can do a really good spot, which is weird. I can do a really good robot devil, but I can't do a Homer Simpson for shit, even though it's voiced by the same person. Well, I, yeah, well, it's a completely different yeah, I presentation know, but... of it, so it makes sense that... Because <clears throat> with the robot devil, you just need like a really gruff voice. With Homer, it's more of a... Well, I think I do the robot devil just because I can also do Rick. If you can do Winnie the Pooh, I feel like you can do Homer. I can't do it. Oh, maybe my dad could. My dad does a spot on Winnie the Pooh. Because I feel like they have a oh, similar bother. voice where they're kind of like, you know, do you know what I'm saying, though? Where like, they... uh, Yeah, I'm trying, now I'm just trying to think of like something that Homer said. Marge, Marge, the... Oh, that's my favorite line from life. Oh, yeah. A lot. Marge, Marge, the doll's trying to kill me and the toaster's been laughing at me. Yeah. Oh, what does it look like that? <laughs> this one's written in blood. This one's, yeah. <laughs> yeah! He's done. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Anyways. Come on, Nixon. All right. But anyways, we're going to dive into what we watched this week, which was uh, the series Ash versus the Evil Dead. Now, Ooh. this, I think, is amazing because I love Bruce Campbell. And I know a lot of people say that, but, I mean, Bruce Campbell is great. Like, he does, like, he did some voice acting stuff. Like, he just has a really good voice. Yeah. And then just his acting and comedic timing and stuff is just phenomenal and things. So, spoilers and five. Yeah, so we're going to talk four. about, yeah, Ash versus the Evil Dead. So, Anna, take it away with the spoiler countdown. Three, two, one. Everyone died. Spoilers. Um, yeah, so I remember watching the first episode when they had, like, this deal, like, watch the first episode for free on the Star app or whatnot. So I ended up checking it out, but I didn't uh, have money to afford the Star app. And instead of being, like, everybody out and actually going and pirating the, the, the thing, I was just like, you know what, I'll wait till the DVDs come out. And then I never got a chance around them. And then I just saw, boom, they're on Netflix. So I'm really kind of hoping that it does. That's why I keep telling people, watch it on Netflix. I'm really hoping it does gangbusters on Netflix. And maybe Netflix might pick up the series because it's a really good fucking series. Especially, like, how they ended season two. It literally could end there if they wanted to. But they still actually gave you a piece of shit could start up again kind of thing. So it's, like, almost this, like... If they get don't get a season three, you're not really left at a cliffhanger, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Which is actually kind of funny because if you think about it, like whenever I saw the end of season one, it kind of reminded me of Supernatural in a weird kind of way. So uh, just because of like how it ended, because like Supernatural seasons would always end like that where it's like basically everything seems to be going right but going wrong at the same time type of thing. <laughs> so, um Sorry, my computer came up with this thing. That's why you guys heard this sound. Came up with this, uh, like, hey, restart your computer. I'm like, no, I'm in the middle of a fucking podcast. And then I went to change the time to reschedule it, and then it just went away, and then it just popped back up going, hey, you're going to be going into a restart soon at, like, 839. I'm like, no, I'm not. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so, but yeah, so Ash vs. the Evil Dead, of course, Bruce Campbell is back. Um, I believe Sam Raimi directed the first episode, um, but it was actually really surprising because how they talked about it, but then it seems like they started uh, throughout the season and season two, they're able to add more stuff from the movies. Yeah. It looked like before in the very first season, they could not talk about anything from the army of darkness and they had to keep everything pretty much according to, I think just the original one, the first one and the second one. I think those are the only two that they had to do because I think Universal owns the rights to Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. Uh, but it wasn't until season two that Army of Darkness stuff started popping up into it, so I'm wondering if the show did really well and Universal was like, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and expand this, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking great. They even add, they add, like, they add two new characters to it, 
And it's really kind of funny because it's two characters that you're like, oh, fuck these guys. Like, they're not part of the, you know, the Evil Dead franchise. Like, what are they doing here? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, and honestly, whenever you first meet them, you're like, eh, whatever. They'll probably die. Yeah, they'll probably die. And then you actually get attached to them. Like, they're really good characters. Yeah, they they do. Pablo and uh, Kelly, uh, his two companions who join him on this journey for uh, defighting the, the, the dead. Was it the dead mites? Deadites. Dead, deadites. deadites. I was like, deadites. Um, and then, of course, then you throw in Lucy Lawless's character as well. Again, like, so yeah. you... And honestly, like, it, it's just Smoking fun. It's, well, yeah. no, Yeah, she's... Well, she was on, like... It's funny. I think that's why she left Park and Recs. Oh. She was on Parks and Recs for a few seasons, and then her and, like, uh, Nick Offerman's character gets married. Uh-huh. Or not have a kid or whatnot, but then she wasn't really around. Like, you didn't see her kind of thing, and you just kind of assumed that she was working in the show. But I think she left to go film this stuff, which is great for her because it's like... She's a badass again, like Xena, but it's like she has, uh, it's her character has a really kind of cool, like, interesting thing. You find out that she's immortal, and then it sounds out like, wait a minute, she's been around since the book's been around. Like, all this kind of new information keeps coming up. Uh, in fact, there was actually another character that they introduced in the first series, uh, season that was great, too, and that I did not, actually not see her uh, spoilers, obviously, if you're still listening to this, getting killed off. The cop. Oh, that's right, yeah. I really thought, like... Yeah, she was in it from episode one. From episode one, and then it wasn't until, like, episode, like, eight or nine, because it's, like, ten episodes a season. Yeah, I think it was episode nine that she got killed off, and then she came back as a deadite in episode ten. But I really, I really like it. They still have the humor. Yeah. They still have, like, the ridiculous of blood. Like, it's, like, I want to know what the the budget is for their, just their, uh, their clothes washing in that show. Right. I want to know. Well, I want to know two things. I want to know their, like you said, their, uh, their dry cleaning bill. And then I also want to know their budget for the fake blood because there's so much freaking fake blood in there. I, they've got to be spending like half the budget on just the blood spewing everywhere. And like, oh, like I noticed, you know what I noticed? They're basically doing what they did to Johnny um, Depp. No. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I thought because Johnny Debbie doesn't like blood, and uh, then uh, Tim Burton would find every reason to have blood squirt on him, especially in Sleepy Hollow when he's like hacking at the tree because he didn't realize the tree was going to bleed, and then it does and squirts him, and he's like, you, his the actual face on his is like, oh, okay, we're doing this, like, like it was literally <laughs> like it worked for the movie because you're thinking, oh, it's really good acting, but he had no idea. So it's like for real. Um, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, um, I was actually gonna say that. Uh, they're, they did the same thing to Bruce Campbell that they did to um, uh, oh crap, Bill Murray in Ghostbusters where he's just like always getting slimed. Like Bruce Campbell is always getting blood in his face. Like always, yeah. like literally every, at least twice per episode, blood squirts into his face and he's just like covered in just gore. Yeah, and I think they did a really good job because at a certain point, like he has a wooden hand, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that detaches, puts his chainsaw and he on. He named it that. Woody. He named it Woody. Uh, he loses that hand, but then it's cool because with the character Pablo builds him an uh, arm, which is funny because I like how he has it and he can switch it out and stuff like that, but what I think it was really funny is what they actually did in this one. They actually explained it a little bit better because in Army of Darkness... He literally just shows up into town, has like the blacksmith mace stuff, and then all of a sudden he has a glove hand. But you're like, well, what's making it move? Because it's the middle fucking ages. I mean, yeah. granted, you take the movie for what it is, where you're like, look, if I'm really calling out that bullshit and not everything else that's going yeah. in the film, I should not even bother watching this film. But like, I'm glad they kind of gave you a little bit of an explanation for it, where you see Pablo actually building it with mechanics and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, so uh, as as much as unrealistic, obviously the show is and stuff like that, they At did least try. They gave you like they a try to give you a little bit of. Light 
logic and stuff, but Bruce Campbell is great in this. He's just phenomenal. I just love the fact when he first gets the chainsaw back on, chops off the first uh, Deadite's head and everything like that, and it's all like, how do you feel? And he's just like, groovy. And yeah. It's like, yes. And just every time they use the word groovy in that show, it's amazing. Which is really funny because, um, like, my brother one time before he'd seen the show, like, he said something about groovy. And I was like, oh, like Ash. He's like, what? I was like, Ash, Evil Dead. He's like, I've never seen that movie. Then he went and watched the movies and was like, these movies are the best movies I've ever seen. Which I bought I, Ash vs. Evil Dead on, like, Voodoo. And, like, was so oh, excited about it. At least now you have something to talk about during the holidays. Yeah. And I was, like, super excited. I was like, I'm really happy that I actually got you to, like, turn yeah, you yeah. on to something that you enjoy. It was very, I was actually very surprised when you told me he's never seen him because I know he does watch a lot of, like, the same kind of movies I do and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, like, I mean, I... Don't know your brother's, like, take on certain things, but, like, honestly, I've been like, oh, if he's a fan of, like, the horror kind of stuff, he'd fucking love Evil Dead. Like, that's, like, a new fucking brainer kind well, of cause thing. Well, because he really loved the Blade movie. So oh, okay. I think that he likes sort of, like, the campy horror. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, it make, like, the, like it works out Evil Dead is perfect for him. So but it being, on, it being on Netflix, I think it's great because an episode ends and you literally just start another one. I mean, mm. literally, I think we, wa- we it took us maybe less than a week to watch both seasons. Um, it did, yeah. And I was sad when it ended and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a great fucking thing. The Necrocomicon is back. So um, I have a question for yeah. you. I was going to say, what's your favorite two moments of the first season and favorite two of the second okay, season? Okay, favorite. Well, obviously the first episode, uh, hands down, my favorite moment is literally the chainsaw comes on, he cuts off the Deadite's head, and he just goes, groovy. Yeah. Like, because it's the first time you get to. Well, what I loved about it is because you see him in this episode, and he's kind of like a bumbling idiot and everything like that. And everyone's like, what? You know, and then it's like, how is this? He's supposed to be the jefe. You know, that's the legend, you know, Pablo tells Well, the entire like, time he's a bumbling idiot. But yeah, they really drive it home in episode but one. But in episode one, right when, like, he fucking whips off the, the Price Mart, you know, quote-unquote Price Mart-like jacket. Yeah. And he has the blue shirt underneath and everything like that. Takes the belt, get, grabs the boomstick, and then gets his chainsaw. And then he's just, like, kicking ass again. And you're and like... he's just ash again. And you're just like, fuck, yeah. Like, it was just pump. And I think, I think my second favorite part of the thing when they're trying to... Con- it's probably yours, when they're trying to conjure the demon... And it's all like, well, this demon like yeah. feeds on like the feeble-minded and controls their brain and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, feeds on people who are on like the weak will. Yeah, the and weak the will. People who, ha- who are weak like emotionally and stuff like that. And Bruce just goes, uh, Ash just goes, yeah, well, he can do that on his own time. And it's just like this because he like takes a moment to process it and he just goes. They can do that on his own time. And it's just, just like it's the, just such. It's not only just Ash, but such Bruce Campbell. You know, yeah. you're just like it's a yeah. Company, yeah. It's an Ash Bruce Campbell comedic timing, just perfectly. Yeah, but he's blended he's moment. great on all of his comedic timings with certain stuff. Even like even it's funny because they even do say the stupid lines like when he's killing people and things like are killing the deadites and everything like that. But it, it just works for that show because just how that show is, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and then second season, I'm trying to think what are my two favorite. Things he did. Well, I fucking I'm, I'm sad. Spoilers. I'm sad that his friend went, uh, who's played by uh, uh, Tom Raimi, um, yeah. the bartender. I really enjoyed his character. I Ted Raimi. He, Ted Raimi. Um, oh yeah, he was. I great. enjoyed his character in that. I thought they were funny. And then uh, I think I think actually I would say uh, I think it's. I think it's that same episode. It's when the Delta gets stolen, uh-huh. but then it becomes like. Uh, Evil. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the movie they're kind of Carrie is no, yeah. it's not Carrie. Oh no, uh, it's uh Christine. Christine. They do kind of like a Christine thing with the Delta and it's actually kind of really fucking well done and everything that's really like kind of yeah. cool. So I thought that was kind of interesting cuz honestly, you kind of look at the show thinking it doesn't it doesn't have a budget, but it 
clearly does have a budget and they really use it to its best advantage. I mean, granted, yeah, the CGI isn't like the greatest, but it's almost like a supernatural CGI too. Like yeah. their CGI isn't the best, but it's also what can you do with television stuff? Um, I, oh no, you know what? I have to add a third. I have to add a third. Okay. So I love this show. I, I I think it's great. I think everyone should watch this over that, but I'll put it this way. So this show had me hooked pretty much from the first episode. Then they kind of gave me a bonus, and this is why I say it's a bonus. There's a part in it where you get to see Lucy Lawless naked. Like, you get to see yeah, some Yeah, I was surprised boobs. that wasn't your favorite. And Well, because uh, that's what I'm saying. The show is great alone, but yeah. then I, they still gave me naked Lu- Lucy, Lucy Lawless, Lawless, which I was like, what? So I was like, I was excited for boobies. Um, and guess, and get, and whether or not it's a body double or whatnot, like they did the CGI thing with her head, like they did. I highly with, doubt they did, but uh, yeah. But if she's fucking naked in that, uh, put that in your spank bank, kids, because that was amazing. And guess what? <laughs> I'm going to be taking care of that on my own time. Um, uh, but yeah, so I had to add a third one to that. And I'm trying to think of another great moment in the second one. Oh, I think when uh, the puppet. The puppet. Ashley Slashy Puppet in season oh, two. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. he was freaking hilarious. And I love the fact that Kelly had to literally fight a fucking puppet. It was, yeah. it was great. Um, uh, but yeah, those were mine. What about yours? So your first two, your favorite scenes in the first one and then your favorite scenes in the second one. My favorite two scenes from the first one is literally from the first episode. Just the fact that he was like, oh, you want some poetry, huh? He pulls out the freaking Book of the Dead and yeah. starts reading poet, like, quote-unquote poetry from yeah, the Book of the Dead. Like and that's literally how everything came about because he was really freaking stoned. He wanted to impress a girl. And he was like, check out this poetry. Like, seriously, like, it's the, mo- it's the dumbest way that you could have conjured this stuff but it's literally like the best way to do it and it's the best like ash moment that you can freaking have and then um second moment from season one um was that i definitely liked i think it was definitely the well he can do that on his own time thing yeah um like that was just fantastic um and then from season two i'm trying to remember Oh, just the moments that he had with his dad. Oh, yeah. Lee like, Ma- and that's another thing. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Lee Major played his dad, the fucking yeah. $60 billion man. You're just like, fucking what? It's nuts. Yeah, $6 million man. Like, he was he was a great just, like, actor in general. And then the fact that, like, the, I think my favorite part with his, or the favorite moment that I had from season two was probably just with his dad. Whenever his dad is finally like, okay, you're not the bad guy. Yeah. Um. And then my second favorite moment, um, there was a lot of good moments in season two, but honestly, I think my second favorite moment is whenever he literally, like, he cuts Pablo down from the chains and you realize that he's not actually brainwashed. And just that moment of where he's literally like, no, 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 this was my plan the entire time. And they're like, wait, you all you said with your plan was that you were going to Get close to the guy to uh, ball. Oh, yeah, the yeah. cat tracker down his throat, and then you can still find him. And they're like, that was your plan. They're like, that that's all it was. Like, this was not part of your plan. And he's like, are you sure about that? And it just like the way he yeah, said yeah. it, he's like, oh, no, I totally had this down. Like, it was just so funny. Yeah, they did it. And it's just, like I said, it's a very fun show. In fact, I might recommend it to my parents because I know they like they like Bruce Campbell. In fact, I don't think they ever really liked Bruce Campbell until Burn Notice, mm. which uh, Pat and I talked about because uh, he started watching Ash uh, versus Evil Dead. And we were talking about that. 
because he's like, yeah, that's the only reason why I watch Burn Notice because his character Sam was such a great character in that show. I'm like, yeah, he fucking was, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, like I, all I'm saying is just fucking keep giving Bruce Campbell work, man, because I just fucking love him and shit. Like honestly, if I make a make anything, I don't even care what it is. Even if yeah, if, even if it's a cartoon show or something like that, I'd be like, I want Bruce Campbell to voice somebody in this cartoon show. Just have Bruce Campbell be Bruce Campbell, or have him play Ash. No, a- oh fuck, I could create basically create a character that's like Ash, and then that's like the horror movie. The oh my god, if I ever did School Days as a cartoon show again. <laughs> that would definitely be the thing where it's like we're big into horror fans like horror films and then like he's like the like the horror icon you know and i'd make him be the voice of that same character name him dash instead of ash something like that <laughs> it's like why'd you go with dash he's all like because i'm dashing <laughs> and you could totally pull that line off oh yeah so but yeah but yeah so like i said go ahead definitely check it out it's on netflix um again not gonna, you know, I, I honestly don't think you're gonna be disappointed because I, I fucking absolutely loved it, and it's actually a really good uh, series to jump into mm-hmm. due to the fact that you really don't have to watch the movies because yeah. they will fill in all those kind of things from the movies and stuff like that. Oh, I totally forgot. I have a third moment. Whenever they actually reference the fact that he went back in time to the Middle Ages, yeah, 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 that was so great, and just like every single time that they had that stupid moment, which they had at least twice in each season where he like reaches his hand out, catches the chainsaw, locks it into place, and then just starts cutting people's heads off. Oh, like, yeah. It was fan-freaking-tastic. It's freaking great. I love it. Yeah. It's really funny, too, because I ever thought if they were going to do like a uh, an Evil Dead, like obviously they're doing the show and stuff like that, but if they were ever to do like an Evil Dead remake or whatnot, uh, actually if they were ever to do like a, if the show like didn't work out and they wanted to reboot it again or whatnot, like as much as I would love for Bruce Campbell to keep playing Ash... I think it'd be great for him to be the father finally yeah. and then find somebody who can fit his, which is really hard to do because I'm honestly thinking of actors right now in my head, which probably would not work because I don't think there is another person that can be Bruce Campbell. No. Um, but hey, Bruce, if you ever heard this show, please, please Skype me and see if you want to be, <laughs> I would love to, honestly, I would love to Oh my to God, I'd love guy. to just talk to him. Like, I literally wanted to do a show. He's such a sarcastic smart ass. Oh, he's I great. I love it. Well, if you ever, great, just listen to any time he was on the Nerdist. He's, he's oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. But, and just like the, just, he's like, his humor is so dry. It's hilarious to just listen to him talk. See, you know what? I think, man, I wish I was like better well known because I really would like to have, like as much as I keep saying like I could do a sitcom and all these other things and stuff like that, but I never probably will, but I would love to get to a certain point of status where, like, AMC or some other network gives me, uh, they're like, hey, you can do a show. Mm-hmm. And basically what the show is, is I sit down, it's like a, it's it's not so much as an interview, as it's a, it's a dinner. And you sit down with them, you get a full course, like, you know, you get an appetizer, you salad, you know, whatnot, it goes all the way through dessert, but then you just sit down with celebrity, and you not so much talk about, like, their career or anything, but I would just ask them questions of, like, you know, like, especially like, you know, if like you sit down with Bruce Campbell, and stuff like that, it's like, okay, so what if, what if you didn't go into acting? Like, what would have been your, like, you know, your like, fallback? Essentially. I wouldn't even say fallback because like or a your lot of alternative, your alternative, like you were like, you know, act like you did it for a little bit. You're like, yeah, not big deal. What is something that you would be like your next, like your passion, your hobby or something like that? Just like, I think questions that, but I think it'd just be great. Cause it'd just be like a dinner, you know, that you just pretty much have with somebody and then just ask like. The questions that, like, I don't think too many people would, like, ask, really. Because most people would be like, oh, so you have a new movie coming up? I mean, granted, like, if I were to do an episode with Bill Murray or something like that, I would just be like, like, 
how, how could someone it's like no one could be you yeah it's it's literally like it's like you're bill fucking murray like yeah you, it's you know it's actually kind of funny like when i was thinking about like who could play like the bruce campbell essentially replacement and actually i had three different options come into my head one of them i think is probably too old but it would still be interesting especially if he wasn't british is tom hiddleston mm. um and then the other thing was well actually he'd probably be a little iffy on it but tom holland spider-man yeah possibly he possibly could pull it off and then the most random one that i thought of which i was like that's so weird it might actually work was zach efron Nope, trumped all of them with the one that just popped in my head. He's huh. probably a little too old for it now or whatnot, but fucking Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because he could totally nail yeah, that Yeah, because he's got the, like, the stupidness with the Star-Lord thing, mm-hmm. where it's, yeah. he's, like, he's so stupid and clumsy that it just works. And not not to say that those other actors would not be good, because obviously I didn't recognize Zac Afron in his little cameo in The Disaster Artist <clears> when I was like, holy shit, this is the guy. Yeah. So I was pretty blown away about that. But if you want to hear more about the disaster, just definitely check out this next week's episode of Life is Shit because Pat and I are going to talk about that. I would highly recommend it because it was a very interesting movie. It's a very good fucking movie. I'm very glad that it's getting Oscar buzz and I'm really hoping that it pushes uh, Tommy Wiseau's... like to get him to go back and doing more uh, films and stuff like that. Yeah, because he does have the uh, yeah the he has that best friend out. one, but he didn't. He's only in it. Like someone else wrote it and mm-hmm. someone else directed it or whatnot. I think Greg okay. Sestero helped produce it, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, Greg Sestero is also in it, in it. But it actually looks like if you, I, I mean, granted, we're talking about something completely different than horror movies. Um, actually, this could be a horror film or like a suspense film, at least the best friends film that I'm thinking about. Um, I'll, I'll let you watch the trailer or whatnot. Cause it is really like you watch, you're like, holy shit. Like, okay. Like I'm, I'm kind of in, you know, kind of thing. So, but yeah, so what I just have to say, uh, I guess, uh, our review of, uh, Ash versus evil dead, I guess we'll go with chainsaws. I was going to say chainsaws, uh, Necronomicons or Woody's, uh, Oh, no. Let's go with, what was that drink? Yeah, that the, was the other thing I was thinking the of. Pink. The pink. Ah, it had, like, some type of dust in it. The pink something dust. Oh, well, maybe. Okay, we're going with Woody's, I guess. Um, it was like, the, oh, it was like the pink fuck or something. Was it pink fuck or pink fuzz? No, it wasn't fuzz. Okay, well, anyways, though. I have to rewatch the series again, yeah. but um, yeah. So, anyways, so I'll go with uh, five out of five. Woody's Anna. What would you give season one and season two? Season one would be five out of five. Woody's season two would be probably four and a half out of five. Okay, because I feel like they lost a little bit of momentum, but I mean, they still kept it together. Yeah, yeah. really, really yeah, well. It's... But it's really hard to make a like ridiculously good season two of any show. Well, not even that, but I think I. Th- but like I said, like how they end season two, I think maybe that's why they lost their luster because they're not sure if they're getting a season three. Yeah. Uh, so, like be. I said, fucking, because of all the piracy issues. Yeah, but I say fucking watch it. Uh, hopefully, it gets picked up. Hopefully, Netflix is smart enough to be like, fuck yeah, let's get this on on the on mm-hmm. the network or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I would agree with the same. Mine pretty much is the same rating: five out of five, pretty much with uh, the first season, and then four point five uh, Woody's. Um, on the second season. Just and cut again, off the fingers of the wooden hand. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's just a stump. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, highly recommend it. Again, I can't I can't blow this movie, this show enough because I fucking just, it's just oh, great. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fanta- and again, it ended and I'm like, fuck, I want more. You know, because I'm actually thinking about popping in. I, I know I own Army of Darkness. I got to really get the other two uh, ones, but I'm literally thinking of popping in Army of Darkness again just to get... Uh, 
all that kind of shit. Just to get your fill of Campbell. <laughs> yeah, I need a Campbell soup. Bruce Campbell soup needs to fill me up. Oh yes, yeah. That's one thing that he needs to do is just make Bruce Campbell soup line. Mm, Bruce Campbell soup. But yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap <laughs> it up. Just instead of like the normal little noodles, it's like little chainsaws floating in there. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing, like spaghettios. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Bruce, get on this. It's like Bruce is like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not even listening to this. Yeah, you guys can take care of that in your own time. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you can so, do that on your own time. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. Uh, and before we go, I guess uh, we want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. Because uh, when we come back, it'll be right before the new year. So we'll have one more show before 2017 is done. And 2018 begins. Oh, yeah. So this is our Christmas episode. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Only, Happy and, Kwanzaa. And the only reason why I'm calling it the quote-unquote Christmas episode slash holiday special or whatnot, just because I have a lit Christmas tree in the background of the studio. Um, of course, the fans and listeners can't see it, but just take my word for it. Um, <laughs> we may or may not take a picture, picture not, of it. We're not going to take not. a picture because no, I'm going gonna to probably masturbate. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was season's greetings uh, or hey, let it snow or season's creaming yeah I was just going to say um, let it snow but I think I, I just lost like all of our listener <laughs> fan base at work now <laughs> they're just like alright I'm, like, oh, I'm done with this uh, but yeah so thank you guys for uh, <laughs> listening hopefully our rambles weren't too crazy and everything like that and hopefully my new vape isn't destroying your podcasting mm-hmm. listening experience I'm sure um, it is well I know Kevin Smith when he always was lighting up his oh yeah his you stuff. can always hear the yeah. stuff like that but uh but yeah so uh i think that's gonna wrap it up unless anna you have anything else you'd like to add nope all right well until uh i'm steve and i'm anna and until next time carpe noctum This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.